Akshay, glad to have you on this podcast. I'm sure you're watching this T20 World Cup because it's been so exciting as of now. Uh, just a couple of days back, we had Zimbabwe defeating Pakistan, and then we had Ireland, you know, pulling off that upset against England. So, are you enjoying this T20 World Cup, Akshay? I mean, sure, definitely, because uh, like coming into this uh, tough competition, we have seen like all types of matches, right? Whether it be England, uh, I think it was New Zealand Australia which was the first match, and then yes. India Pakistan a thriller, and then even like uh, the only match which which could get better than India Pakistan was Zimbabwe Pakistan, and Zimbabwe managed to get a very good victory over Pakistan. I think with such a low score to uh, defend, they performed quite well and they outdid Pakistan in every department the other day. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, we have also seen uh, same uh, things happening in previous World Cups. Also, like England has gotten their upsets. Pakistan has also been defeated by weaker teams. But yeah, seeing it after a long period of time, and also especially on the tough pitches of Australia, we have seen all kinds of matches. I feel because we have also seen India defeating Netherlands. Like that was a quite comprehensive and uh, convincing win. But yeah, if talking about the type of win and definitely we have uh, seen probably all types of matches but i would again say that this is the start like we are not even into the playoffs yet and knockouts sorry and uh, still there's a lot to go now absolutely i mean if the group stages are this exciting i mean i can't wait for the knockouts exactly and I'm sure our, our listeners can't wait either it's going to be very very interesting I think you just mentioned, uh, you know, mm-hmm. India's comprehensive victory against Netherlands. I mean, yeah. I think so far it's been a good campaign for India. I mean, a convincing, a thrilling win against Pakistan, a convincing win against the Netherlands, and now we face South Africa, which uh, I believe is a very decent side, isn't it, actually? Of course. I mean, South Africa had. Things like they're lagging a bit, I would say. And it was batting. And now, as we could see, uh, a century coming from a, ba- a South African batter would obviously give them a great confidence. Uh, but again, Temba Babuma's form remains to be a, a point of concern for them, uh, like because he is being the captain, right? Uh, and yes. now, changing a captain midway into the World Cup, it would be a very bad. Had he been any other player, he would have been definitely dropped from the squad. But now that would be a thing of worry for them. But again, in fielding, South Africa is a great team. In bowling, Norgia, Rabada, Wayne Parnell with his left arm uh, seam. I mean, yeah, South Africa can definitely upset you any day. Like it's it's a very talented side. Whether it be a South African team from 2007 or be it a side from 2022, they have always been lethal. But yes, again, we are playing on the pitch of uh, Vaca, right? Perth, and it's a bouncy track always. So I would definitely say that India needs to be well aware of uh, the bouncers coming their way. But yeah, talking about Indian side, even we have got our fair share of advantage. Uh, Ashdeep is in a very good role. Bhuvneshwar Kumar can swing. I mean, there's probably a better swinger currently in the world cricket. I don't really think so. And again, Mohammad Shami with the pace he carries and the pitch at Perth will definitely suit him tomorrow. What do you think, Abhishek? Which team would you uh, think have an advantage over the other? 
I think the answer to your question actually lies in the answer that you gave me right now. I think if you look into two sides bowling department, I think yeah. South Africa has the edge. You're mm-hmm. talking about the Perth wicket, you know, there's a lot of bounce and carry. Yeah. And then you have on the opposition side, you have the likes of Kalisa Rabada, Alungi Ngidi, you have uh, uh, Andrik Norkia and let's not forget all these bowlers can click 145 plus easily. Right? Exactly. So they have that capacity to hit the deck hard. But when you look on the flip side on the on the Indian bowling side, Mm. I think they lack a bit of sting, and we are sorely missing Jasprit Bumrah, the pace he carries yeah. and the sting that he carries. I think yeah. yes, sure, Mohammad Shami can go above that 145 mark, but Bhuvi stays within that 135, 140 mark, and then you have Ashdeep Singh. You know, he also carries the same pace. So I think India would be missing Jasprit Bumrah in this match, particularly bowlers who can hit the deck hard. Sure, Hardik Pandya can do that job for us. But I just think that South Africa has the edge when it comes to bowling. But clearly, when it comes to batting, I think the Indian batting unit looks a lot more solid, a lot yeah. more sorted as well. I mean, yeah, South Africa did score 200 plus against Bangladesh, but that was just because of Riley Russo's century, right? And but, you had a good innings from Quinton Dickock, but and also it's, didn't contribute much. And also, it's Bangladesh, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can't really. It's Bangladesh. Yeah. And and if you look at the statistics in the last five overs, they hardly got 25, 29 runs and lost three wickets. Mm-hmm. You know, so they could have easily posted 250 plus or something. Yeah. But uh, again, they lost wickets and you know the likes of Aiden Markram and others. They're not in the kind of form that you would expect them to be. So yeah, I think I think India will outperform South Africa in the batting department. But it is the bowling, you know, I think where I'm concerned about India. Plus, on on the first track, you need to be very careful in the early overs as well. Yeah, uh, we have seen in this T20 World Cup the ball is moving a bit because of the weather and because of the conditions in Australia right now. Yeah, so a couple of wickets early on, and uh, yeah, India can be in trouble. So, I think it's going to be a very evenly balanced contest. And uh, yeah, but uh, one thing is for sure that this South African team lacks consistency. I mean, they're not so consistent performers. If you look at their last uh, couple of matches, they haven't like been consistent with either their batting or bowling. So, I think that is one thing that India will look to exploit as they head into the match against South Africa. Uh, talking about batting, though, uh, Akshay, which uh, batsman from the Indian batting team uh, do you think uh, can make the most of Perth's conditions? Well, I think. Um... If you ask me for one name, then it's gonna be Virat Kohli for sure. He is in mm-hmm. magical form. Life, because we have seen him scoring thousands of runs oh, yes. in a year. But yeah, definitely yeah. he is in very great touch. But I would expect performance from Rohit Sharma tomorrow, because considering the bounce Perth wicket has, and definitely we know the signature shot, the pull shot, right? So. Numbers, uh, a lot of runs, which can be uh, taken into his account from that pull shot, and I would definitely want uh, KL Rahul to score to, uh, tomorrow because scoring against Zimbabwe or Bangladesh won't really give him confidence. Uh, Coming further, but scoring against a lethal attack as strong as South Africa would definitely boost his morale. I mean, I'm not really asking any kind of century or half century from him, but a decent knock of 40, 45. Would also make sure that KL Rahul has got into touch. Like a 25 ball or 20 ball, 40 knock would be a really great confidence booster for him. 
and also i would i would uh, add here one thing where uh, rohit sharma of course he uh, made sure that he got his 50 also against uh, netherlands, netherlands the other day yeah but uh, surya kumar yadav uh, he also uh, got a very good knock against netherlands so if we talk about our top 4 then yeah the the ending like the number 3 and number 4 are pretty much sorted on our team but uh, the number 1 and 2 rahul and rohit needs to really pull their socks up i feel because rohit sharma even he scored a 50 against netherlands but still he knows that like the person at a caliber of rohit sharma he can score a very good century right against netherlands as well so he must be really sad about it but yeah rohit uh, virat and surya definitely took it off from over there but rahul needs to get a really good uh, knock against south africa because it also Absolutely. builds up the confidence in the team don't you think i mean uh, going further into the uh, knockouts the team would have much more uh, confidence and dependency on the openers so that the number 3 number 4 and number 5 can play their role accordingly definitely akshay i think if your openers are in good form you know you yeah. uh, you can win t20 matches for sure because you want your openers to fire in the power plays right because yeah, you yeah. want to take maximum advantage of the field restrictions and If you get off to a flying start, especially in the power plays, you know it builds that solid foundation for you to, you know, go full throttle in the last five overs or so. So yeah, I think I would agree with you on that. That KL Rahul is a concern for India as of now. Yeah. It really needs to get maybe and not thirty, forty, but a convincing thirty, forty would give him a lot of confidence at this moment. Exactly. Uh, you know, but I wanted to ask you this interesting question. You know, what if KL Rahul does not play, uh, you know, as per his potential tomorrow? What if you know he gets out for say a cheap 10 or a 15 or a 20 run innings would you consider bringing someone like deepak kuda or maybe trying rishabh pant up the order uh before well, you yeah, as, the as we as we spoke into the last uh, episode of our podcast but it really did go accordingly but uh, all we can do is hope but yeah i mean uh, it's time for indian team to experiment but i think what uh, the team strategy would be that this can be done post south africa's match right like after that india secures their place in the knockouts as well in the semi finals and india would also be much more relaxed when it comes to bangladesh and zimbabwe so probably they will experiment more and now they would go with rohit and rahul's combination but you never know deepak huda can uh, come back like he also provides an element of a spinner in the squad if he gets added into the team and uh, rishabh pant can provide the left arm right hand uh, left hand right hand combination to the team as well in the top order so yeah anything can happen but uh, i would say probably the team will go with rahul uh, i mean after all he is the vice captain of the team uh, isn't it so the team management would definitely back him up but yeah uh, i mean it's fair to back uh, a player who has a potential as rahul does but yeah he needs to really justify that chance as well because there are very good batters sitting in the dugout and you can't really shy away from uh, hearing the opinions from the uh, external sources as well don't you think so that would also be one of the things which will act because the dismissal of kl rahul somewhere down the line i feel subtract, subtracts around 40 runs from the team's total any day so what he can provide is something which uh, the team can build the moment not person like the opener not scoring would uh, put a pressure 
and it can also do the same thing to surya kumar yadav so and if a vice captain is not performing then it's definitely a concern for the rest of the team as well oh absolutely uh, plus i also believe uh, you know that no one doubts the kind of potential that rahul has i mean he has shown it in the past i mean his performances have been very sublime yeah. he's one of the finest hitters of the ball and when he gets going you know cricket is a beautiful game to watch when he's exactly well. yes so yeah we do know his potential but i think it's it's a case of you know finding that rhythm and in, in sometimes it can take you just one ball you know yeah. the middle you find the middle of the bat and you're back into form so i think it's a case of uh, uh, you know rahul finding his form back and i think the team will be patient with him mm-hmm. i think we have seen how this indian team management works around I mean, yeah. they were patient with Virat Kohli. They were patient with Ajinkya Rahane, Chadeshwar Pujara in Test cricket as well. Yeah. So I think Rahul will get his chances. Uh, but you know, there's this interesting question that I have in my mind, Akshay. Mm-hmm. And I, I would put you in the hot spot. Uh, think of it as this: like, if to, tomorrow if you drop Rahul, mm-hmm. you know, then you also have a case of say keeping Rahul in the starting eleven. Giving yeah. him opportunities against Bangladesh, against Zimbabwe, because mm-hmm. you are hoping that he will find his form against the weaker team. Yeah. Would so you take that risk? You know, Rahul in the starting eleven, hoping that he will find his form and he will be ready by the knockout. Or would you like be desperate to try someone else up the order? Well, uh, I mean, that's that's actually a very uh, interesting point of view uh, to look at. Firstly, and uh, what I feel that. he being the vice captain of the team he deserves a chance to be uh, like probably to be given confidence in an in a crucial match right i mean a team can rely on him to deliver he is expected to deliver like he is not a he is not a debutant who was given couple of matches to score and he didn't score and then he would be dropped out so he is a responsible player it's his second t20 world cup he has played for india since quite a long now and he is very experienced player as well i mean after kohli uh, uh, rohit sharma and hardik pandya i think uh, kl rahul is the one who is uh, the senior most in the team so uh, definitely i mean uh, kl rahul should be given the chance against south africa i mean i don't see there is a point in dropping him and then expecting a better result in against the team uh, which are comparatively weaker so if he i mean if he performs against south africa then definitely then it will uh completely change the game for india and they would consider good opening knocks from both of the players a 50 run stand or a 60 run stand would never harm uh, to the indian side in the initial 4 or 5 overs yeah absolutely plus i think uh, you know batsmen have found their rhythm in this t20 world cup now i mean yeah. the bowlers were bossing this world cup because of the conditions and everything but we have mm-hmm. seen a century from daily russo then yeah. there's glen phillips so i think it's it's i think it's time that uh, you know maybe a century can come from kl rahul too who knows you, you just need that one match sometimes sometimes just one over to get back into form and who better than kl rahul to do it for india of so course i mean he has done in the uh, past before he will do in the future afterwards as well i mean Yeah. Uh, he has scored uh, hundreds in the english conditions as well in t20 so he knows his gra- he knows his game he knows the uh, and he is not a player who will shy away uh, from smashing sixes like as we have seen uh, kohli plays to play more on the ground sky literally sends the ball in sky but uh, kl rahul is like i would say he is a 
360 degree player also like i mean there are proper textbook shots which he uh, plays but once given the uh, proper ball he will make sure that the bo- bowler pays for it so yeah i mean it's just about one match for kl rahul but yeah i think that knock comes uh, needs to come as soon as possible because team highly relies on their openers as well because the reason i'm saying they rely on the openers because i want K- uh, kohli and surya kumar yadav to play as freely as possible as they did against netherlands like they were enjoying their game right if you are chasing against south africa and your openers don't really perform well then it can go tough as we saw uh, against pakistan so you can't really rely always on kohli and make sure that he gets the match for us i mean there are rest of the 10 players also who are supposed to be doing the same job as he is yes. so yeah i think it's it's just that kohli needs some pressure off from his shoulder so he enjoys the game and maximizes on the opportunity when he is put into the ground and he can also score big centuries i mean uh, i would love to see uh, kohli century on the pitches of uh, australia we know how much he loves batting in australia exactly he said himself yeah. after the yeah. match against pakistan then against netherlands and he has found his rhythm to be very honest i mean it's no longer about virat kohli getting that odd half century i mean it's now visible in the way he walks into bad the way he runs between the wickets it is vintage virat kohli isn't it yeah yeah and once he gets going for you then you know there's no four stopping him so we would definitely expect virat kohli you know to do well in the next game as well but i wanted to focus on one more batsman before we move to other aspects and mm-hmm. that is surya kumar yadav mm-hmm. i think he is in exceptional form isn't he 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 is he definitely is i mean uh, the uh, on in the first match he couldn't really perform well against pakistan but we saw what he can do in uh, against netherlands and he will carry on forward i mean surya kumar yadav form is really not a concern definitely but he is also expected to score at least a 50 in every game i mean he has that potential he can if if you tell me surya kumar we need like around 20 runs in six balls then surya kumar yadav is the batsman to really count on but yeah i mean uh he has the caliber he can play the shots and uh, the kind of power he carries he can play those big shots on big australian grounds and whether it be about uh, a bouncer he can play over the third man or probably with an uppercut right over keeper's head if you are bowling him full he can hit you for a six or a long run or a cover drive he has all the shots in his book it's and i think his days are going on and he will definitely perform tomorrow i would say absolutely let me just ask you uh, very quickly akshay mm-hmm. how much uh, would you rate uh, south africa's batting uh, out of 5 four i mean i uh, four because i know what david miller quinton decock and other batsmen are capable of even eden matram for that matter but timba bahuma's form uh, remains to be a big concern for them because he is an opening batsman again right like his batting position uh, prob- uh, really decides the momentum of the team going forward and indian bowlers have always made sure that timba bahuma is go- uh, as returned into uh, as returned to the pavilion with a single digit so yeah his form remains to be of concern and it comes to it probably the same case with kl rahul as well i mean kl rahul and timba bahuma needs to they have a point to prove tomorrow 
and if they are managing to give a good start to their respective teams then uh, the, uh, it would be a really big relief for both of the teams so 4 on 5 would be from my side what about you i think i i think i completely agree with you on that actually i think both openers have a point to prove tomorrow yeah and uh, again you know whoever gets the runs tomorrow will decide the fate of his team to a certain extent mm-hmm. i mean every team would want to get off to a flying start i mean yeah. this world cup we have seen that close games are possible even 200 plus scores are possible so you would want to get as many runs on the board as possible especially on a track like perth you know where you will have bounce and carry and you will like to hit through the wicket so again i think it will be a four out of five from my base uh, let's come to bowling then how much uh, uh, would you rate south africa's bowling i would rate them 4.5 uh, on 5 and the 0.5 which i have subtracted is because uh, because of the potential indian team has right i mean whether it be rabada whether it be ngidi or even when parnell we know that indian middle order or even the top order is capable of smashing them all in and all out so uh, 4.5 for that but yeah it's a very talented bowling attack i mean every bowler clocks in 140 plus and if indian batters like the open, the top 3 if they struggle against uh, the bowlers the south african bowlers then yeah we are at the back foot and we need to then uh, compose the innings accordingly because it would be south african bowlers all over the indian team so yeah first five overs definitely going to be crucial for the indian batters but again when indian batters set their uh, innings accordingly then yeah there's there's absolutely a delight to watch with indian batters because indian batters really know how to use the pace of a bowler right and smashing them all throughout the ground so uh, that's an advantage which uh, indian batsmen have the wrist uh, movement through which they can channelize the ball going through the boundary and but yeah it would be 4.5 for me whereas i would rate uh, indian bowling attack 4.5 also because mohammad shami arshdeep and bhuvneshwar kumar they might carry the seam and swing but uh, the pace is comparatively definitely lower uh, compared to south african bowlers so they have a bit of advantage over indian team but again indian team bowling would be also 4.5 because south africa doesn't have a good set of batters right which can defend indian bowling and on a given day on a good day mohammad shami can do his magic as well so Absolutely. yeah it would be a really uh, great uh, i mean it would be really a delight to watch tomorrow because i think both the teams are probably on a very equal stage when it comes to all the departments both are tremendously good fielding sides as well and uh, it would be a really great match to watch tomorrow you be coming to their bowling i've given them four points okay. the reason we look at the three pacers they are brilliant no mm-hmm. doubt about that mm-hmm. what is in the middle overs you have someone like keshav yeah the base shamsi and they are not the finest spinners around i mean let's be honest they are not the finest spinners around isn't mm-hmm. it yeah and if they get going in the middle overs you know what kind what kind of destruction india can do towards the end yeah so i think they have quality pacers but again not good all rounders and not good spinners either so mm-hmm. it's a four on five when it comes to bowling Fielding, I think they're a pretty good fielding side, Akshay. I mean, there are no doubts about it. South Africa yeah. have been athletic on the field, and we will hardly see any drop catches or 
uh, you know lazy work on the field so when it comes to their fielding it's a 5 on 5 mm-hmm. uh, how much would you give them when it comes to fielding well i would definitely rate both the teams 5 on 5 for that i mean the athleticism that which which uh, virat kohli fields uh, david miller fields uh, or be it any other fielder in the uh, in both the teams actually uh, we have great fielders when it comes to kl rahul also he is uh, very athletic hardik pandya can do wonders uh, on the field for you so yeah both the teams have a great potential when it comes to fielding every every match probably the fielders save 15 to 20 odd runs for the team and i'm talking about both the teams here so i would uh, definitely rate them very high because i feel uh, these are the two teams apart from australian team uh, which are like this team india australia and south africa are the great fielding sides in this uh, tournament i would say absolutely let's let's quickly come to finishers then yeah you're looking at a david miller possibly yeah. from south african side when it mm-hmm. comes to india dinesh karthik hardik pandya hardik pandya again india has an advantage uh, here basically uh, if i really have to look at it with a bigger picture india versus south africa overall i would say india has a slight advantage but it's just that they need to implicate that right they need to implement on their plans properly they need to uh, maximize on their chances and their advantage which they carry over south africa you can't really take for granted i mean we saw with pakistan what happened against zimbabwe right they took the team for granted and they outperformed in every department they could because zimbabwe zimbabwe had that really urge to win and south africa would also have that because the the no result against zimbabwe has uh, taken them back uh, with one point and they stand at 3 points and india stands at 4 so we are always the uh, obviously the table toppers here and south africa would definitely want india spot tomorrow so uh, i would say indian team needs to perform according to their strengths and they would be better off against south africa well i think so too because if you look at the group b uh, table mm-hmm. right, as you mentioned you know because of that draw because of that one point that the two teams shared i think yeah. it's a pretty interesting group now because previously we thought india and pakistan would qualify automatically they yeah. are the better sides but now i think it's open completely the group is open anyone can qualify from here on india definitely looks set to qualify uh, provided they win the games against south africa yeah. and other teams uh, but uh, yeah south africa i think would be more hungry to get those two points and secure their uh, you know place in the knockouts as well and even india won't won't really shy away from uh, like making sure they defeat uh, south africa with a great uh, margin because they won't really uh, like to take chances against bangladesh and zimbabwe you never know what's going to happen you didn't know what would happen against england and pakistan and still we are oh, yeah. discussing about the upsets in the world cup and you don't really want to take chance because every team is good on their day right these are the teams which have potential of competing well against any other team in the grounds of australia so you can't really be taking chances however coming to the end of our episode uh, who would be your playing 11 for both the teams abhishek what do you think i think when it comes to india i would like to stick to the winning combination mm-hmm. the one we had against pakistan and netherlands mm-hmm. i think it was pretty good i won't make any changes mm-hmm. as long as we are winning i would like to stick to the playing 11 uh, right. when it comes to south africa i think they would like to carry on the momentum they were yeah. pretty good against bangladesh so the same side and that the played against bangladesh i think it will be the same side against india as well 
because you know the logic is very simple you don't want to chop and change when you're winning right so you would like to keep the momentum going so i'm thinking that both sides will go with the same 11 uh well if i may i think i would uh, want to see this change in the indian team tomorrow that would be harshal patel coming in place of uh, ravichandran ashwin i mean uh, we actually what we can do is tomorrow an extra pacer can really do great thing for you because it's perth right it's an extra bouncy wicket and you would need a bowler who can bat harshal patel can bat as well uh, with the same uh, probably not more but uh, or probably not even equal uh, according to ashwin's care uh, capability but yeah even harshal patel can bat a bit so i think but his addition of uh, let's say two or three overs or four overs to ma- uh, maximum can definitely add uh, more advantage into indians uh, indian team i feel in fact that's a very interesting take up show because yeah given the conditions you may want harshal patel and especially because of the fact that he's very good at you know those slow bouncers for yeah. instance uh, you know the kind of variety that he has especially on tracks like this you can surprise the opposition with that odd slow ball with that odd cutter for instance and harshal patel is pretty good at that so yeah definitely this is uh, one change that india may look to consider tomorrow Yeah, uh, we we'll keep an eye on the match for sure. We would be watching it live, and we would definitely catch up once the match is over and we have an end result. So I hope Akshay, you have plans to watch the match live tomorrow. Oh, uh, definitely. I mean, tomorrow I think it's a three-match uh, Sunday tomorrow. I think. Yeah, it's a triple header. I think it's a it's a triple header. I think it's India versus South Africa tomorrow. It's also uh, what can I say? Zimbabwe against Bangladesh. as well as netherlands against uh, pakistan so i think all the like whole group b is playing tomorrow group 2 yeah. yeah yeah so uh, it would be a very interesting matches i mean because P- pakistan needs to win big against netherlands and even bangladesh needs to win good against the bombay if they uh, i mean plus 2 points never harm right and their their uh, match would also decide the fate of pakistan again and india south africa's match also would decide the fate of pakistan so it's going to be very interesting and as you can see group 1 standings they are like standing like anything every team has earned a point over there i feel uh, so yeah i mean it's going to be a very uh, exciting sunday tomorrow i think absolutely this world cup is only going to get more interesting from here on yeah and we will keep an eye on that and you will keep coming back to talk about it and i'm sure our listeners would also come back to us yeah, to listen to us so i think with that we can call a wrap on this show akshay it's great to have you on this podcast and i'm sure we will catch up when india plays bangladesh next definitely i mean uh, and let's see india let's hope india wins tomorrow big so they would uh, really call, carry that confidence and uh, going forward into the tournament and see you tomorrow in the uh, see you next in the uh, Next episode, next podcast. Yeah, yeah, in the next yeah. podcast, it was great uh, chatting, uh, chatting with you as always, and have a good Likewise, night. Likewise, Akshay. Yeah. yeah. Chalo, we'll catch up.